0: Welcome, everyone. It is the Fly Guys Podcast, episode number 51. Justin Goddard alongside Cameron Klein in the FGP studios of Cameron Klein's Garage. Cameron, how are you doing on this fine day? It's a warm, warm day here in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, it's, it's nice. Uh, before a nor'easter that just apparently decided it was going to come as of tomorrow, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but, uh, you know, it's nice. The weather's nice. Um, you know, the birds are chirping, and the Flyers are just handing out third period leads or blown leads like they're candy on goddamn Halloween. I can't even get it out right, honestly. It's, It I is can't. frustrating.
0: It is quite frustrating. Um, and then we have yeah. to wait to see what's going to happen with Phil Myers because he once again has an upper body injury, and you can only hope that it's not related to the previous one. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens with that. The Flyers, over the week, not including the game that we already had covered, the, yeah, first the first Islanders game, Islanders game yes. they were 1-1-1 one, one one this week. A win against the Islanders in overtime, an overtime loss against Boston, and then a regulation loss against Boston. All three of those games have one th- common theme, and that is third period blown lead. You could even go back to the first Islanders game where they blew that lead. Yes. So well, I'm, the, let's just dive sec- right into it.
1: The, the second one, too. They blew that, that lead as well. Yeah, they did. And then, yeah.
0: So I don't really know what it is at this point about the Flyers that is involving these third-period-blown leads. With Boston, here's what I'm going to say about the two Boston games that I I thought about when I was driving over here. Mm -hmm. I thought the Flyers played both those games well. And as a matter of fact, I thought that the Flyers completely outplayed Boston in the first matchup of the two meetings in Philadelphia. I thought that they had dominated. I thought they deserved to win, and I thought it was even more heartbreaking that they had lost the way that they did. The second game, that was evenly matched. That was a choppy, kind of just a sloppy hockey game throughout. Flyers get the first goal. JVR, once again, you and I have been talking a lot about him through text, but I'm Mm -hmm. glad we get to mention it now over the podcast. Cameron, he has been the best Philadelphia Flyer this season right now, and right now the rate that he's going, he's going to be a candidate for, you know, the Hart Trophy right now.
1: (laughs) I mean, the hearts, the hearts. that's a big one. I mean, there's obviously a lot of other players they are doing pretty well, but definitely the Bobby Clark trophy, in my opinion, for the team MVP. Um,
0: I, well, that one I could definitely yeah, agree with. Yeah.
1: Um, and, I, yeah, I mean, I guess you heard all, all the haters talking over the offseason about how, you know, we hope, we hope Seattle takes him uh, and takes that contract off our hands. And he just said, y'all must have forgot and uh, came back with a vengeance. He's absolutely tearing it up. But, yeah, back to the other, the other games, the Boston games. Um, yeah, that overtime game was, was tough, and I agree with you. I think they played both games well. Um, again, the lack of shots on goal is is I mean, still they, not still a problem. They um, they outshot Boston last night, but I think that's more of a testament of the defense stepping it up because they only put up 24 shots on goal. And i I was curious about something, and I had to look it up today. Uh, as soon as I woke up this morning, I, I like my head shot off my pillow, and I was like, I need to <laughs> take a look at this because last year the Flyers were 16th in the league in shots on goal. They have 31.4 a game. Mm-hmm. This year, they're last with 23.8. Yeah what the hell happened? What happened? Like, Obviously, I think it's just they're losing the four-check battles for the most part, and then I just began to think to myself, you know, is, is Sean Couturier too important for the Flyers? Is he too important? Do they rely on him too much? Is he their Joel Embiid where all of a sudden they're – play style is completely different because they don't have him I mean he's everywhere he's on the penalty kill he's on the power play he's a killer that um
0: we only have one game to go off of this year with Sean Mm. Kateri in the lineup that was the Pittsburgh game yes the first one of the season how did you feel the Flyers played that game compared to how they played last night
1: uh I mean I want to look over the stats again just to get the shots on gold shot on gold numbers to kind of compare them but it felt a lot better I thought the Flyers if, played a lot more like the
0: Flyers of last year against yes. Pittsburgh than they we've seen of late without es- Sean Couturier in the lineup.
1: Especially down the stretch of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the second and third period, they, they dominated like they were last year. What I do agree. you think,
0: other than shots and goal, what would you say is the most tangible notice about the Flyers' difference without Sean Couturier in the lineup?
1: Well, the penalty kill is, is tough, too.
0: Penalty kill, penalty face kills. offs, face
1: offs. How yeah. many oh, defensive absolutely. zone draws oh, are we losing now because mm-hmm.
0: Sean Couturier is not out there? Yeah. Now there's a hope that there's an outside chance he could be ready for tomorrow's game against Washington.
1: Yeah, he's been sk- skating with the taxi squad. Apparently.
0: So if he does play, and by the way, so game one against the Pittsburgh Penguins, they win yeah. that game six to three, right? Face offs, fifty eight percent. They were two for three on the power play. They had thirty one hits. They had thirteen blocked shots. It's not all Sean Couturier, no. But guess what? When you have all of the wagon parts together, right. It's going to run a lot smoother than what it is right now. Right. Which is right now. You know, there's a crack in this wheel. You know, a spoke's missing over here. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find the replacement parts in different towns. It's like the Oregon Trail over here.
1: Right. And like again, they still, they lost to Boston, but Boston's a good team. Boston is a good team. Great team.
0: I'm fine with what happened last night. Ultimately, I'm not, I'm not, destroyed over last night's game. I'm hurt. Over what happened two nights ago, though.
1: Yeah, that that overtime game was absolutely unacceptable. You're I mean, up three to one. Uh, in yeah.
0: you gained a three one lead in the third. Yeah, there's eight minutes to go. You're up against it. You're seven two and one right now. You win the game. You're eight two and one. That's a marquee win. And now you got house money with the following game. Mm-hmm. Instead. You allowed Boston to do what they have done to you all year already, mm-hmm. which is Boston comes at them with a sudden surge and they're back on their the backs of their skates and next thing you know, they allow them to tie the game up with almost no time remaining, and then Scott Lawton takes I, I thought it was just a out of frustration. I think that he mm-hmm. just want, oh, yeah. he was just pissed at that point. I think so too. And you know what? Still, Unacceptable. Yeah,
1: that's not yeah, that's not an excuse though.
0: You cannot yeah. lose that game. And yeah. you know what? Guess what? They've now played what, four games? So Boston's mm-hmm. 4-0-0 against the Flyers. Flyers are 0-2-2 against the Bruins. That means the Bruins have eight points, and the Flyers have two points. Mm-hmm. You know what that's a swing
1: of? That's home ice advantage versus third seed in the Eastern Division. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that, the seed right now is highlighted coming into our next matchup with the Washington Capitals, right? I mean, they're number three right now. We're number two. All the of a sudden. Two, and now, now we're battling for, for that spot, that number two spot. It's not a position the Flyers want to be in. All
0: of a sudden the number 2 Ugh. spot not even just that all of a sudden tomorrow's game becomes a such an important one for the flyers to win mm-hmm. and you can say that oh my god it's still kind of early in the season there's not 82 games to fumble with right you have now they have played 11 games out of the 56 and who the hell knows if they'll play all 56, by the way? Right. But you know what? That now leaves them with 45 games to go. So at this point, we're talking what? At this point, we're in like late December we're in a in the normal order season? A
1: fifth of the way through the season. Yeah. yeah.
0: So tomorrow's game's now important. I'm not going to go on and on and dwell about what happened last night because, you know what, they blew a third period lead. They've done yeah. that a lot. And here's the thing.
1: We go by They only. have
0: blown, let's see now, they blew a third period lead against the Bruins in the first game in Boston. And then they lost that game, obviously. They blew the lead against the New York Islanders, but they they won that game. They blew another lead against the Islanders. They won that game. Mm -hmm. So it seems to me of their now four losses, by the way, who of all uh, are, yeah, of their, I'm sorry, five losses. Mm -hmm. I was looking at the wrong record. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So one of them came, came against Buffalo where they got shelled. Yeah. And then four of them against Boston meaning that any other time they've blown a third-period lead, they're still winning the damn game. Right. So I'm not going to lose my head over last night's game that they lost after a one nothing lead. I'm not going to lose my mind. What everyone should be losing their mind over is the fact that they just won't shoot the puck.
1: Yeah, and they clearly know, right? That's all that anybody's talking about. That's all that they're talking about. And yet they still struggle to put the puck on that. And I don't know, I, if I don't know what, what it is.
0: And people can't just say, well, Boston has a really tough defense. They're not just doing this against Boston. They they weren't taking shots against Buffalo,
1: right? Oh, Why yeah. is it
0: that they were taking shots against Pittsburgh? And by the way, what the hell's going to happen tomorrow? You are not going to take mm-hmm. shots against Washington. Hey, their goalie's not even that great to begin with.
1: And you want to talk about tough defenses? I mean, huh. their defense last year was not not very good. The Washington Capitals this year it's better. Trevor Dillon, Zdeno Chara, Schultz. Do we have to? Do we have to just keep going? I mean, their defense all of a the sudden they have a brick wall. For their top four that you got to deal with, and you're already last in the league with shots on goal with 23.8. But mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's it's going to be tough. They have to obviously do something, mix something. Up. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's it's so frustrating because I don't know what they have to do. Here's the I, they, just gotta, they just got to they just got to shoot.
0: Here's the thing, the goalie that they will probably uh. be going up against tomorrow is Vitek Vanacek. Uh, I watched him a little That's bit funny, when he, yeah. when he played with Hershey. It's funny. He's, both Hershey goalies are actually up in the in the majors. Yeah, and he's at
1: this actually point. playing pretty well this year. I mean, not amazing, but so he's well. got a
0: two nine five GAA with a nine one one save percentage. 1-2. Ilya Samsonov, who many thought was going to be their franchise goalie, he's got an eight six eight save percentage, a three three six goals against average. So he's having a tougher time adjusting. Yeah, he's
1: only played two games and he's allowed seven goals total in those two games.
0: Yeah, so you're not playing a world beater. You're not playing two Rask tomorrow. That's that's right. the big thing, mm-hmm. but. You're going to have Nick Backstrom, who leads the team in points. He's got 14 points. You're going to have to deal with John Carlson, who is still John Carlson. Yep. You're going to have to deal with Tom Wilson, who is an annoying player. And, by the way, you already don't hit as it is. Right. Have fun with that guy yep. who loves to hit anything that moves. You got, oh, oh that other guy, that one guy that I haven't mentioned yet, the, maybe the greatest goal scorer of all time. <laughs> yeah, he's there. He's having a quiet year. Yeah, so far, it is true. He, he's got you know, eight, eight point, points. Only, only eight points in seven games. He'll catch up, though. Uh, catch up. Oh, TJ Oshi, you know, an American hero for taking every <laughs> single shootout goal against the uh, Russian team. And you know, they they don't even just. It's not even just that they have you know Brendan Dillon and, and uh, John Carlson. They've got Justin Schultz there, and Justin Schultz is mm-hmm. no Schlouts. Uh, Schlout.
1: No, he's he's statistically right now. I would say he's probably their best defenseman.
0: And then they got Cootsie, who really hasn't been playing that much. I don't even know if he's back yet. So listen, we could we could go on and on about what they have. Garrett Hathaway, he's a good player. Garnet Hathaway, is it Garnet? Yeah, it's Garnet. We said in the beginning of the year, if you're gonna you're gonna have to learn to win these games. Yeah. They're not learning to win these games against Boston, but they played well against Washington last year. And, again they played well against Boston last year as well. <laughs> and they didn't play well against the Islanders last year and they won the first two games. So anything everything changes. It's always year to year. If they win these two is it two games against Washington that they have coming up? I believe up? so, yeah. So if they win these two games against Washington, or hell, at least take – because I think you need three of four. got to get three of four. Mm-hmm. You take three of four against Washington, I'm feeling a lot better.
1: Yeah, I would feel better too. Because maybe it is just
0: – Boston's just a tough matchup, and the Flyers – ah, shoot, we can't beat them.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, like we said, Boston is a great team. They have the, the, the perfection line is what they call it, and I hate that they call it that. But to be honest – it I, is perfection. Y- yeah, you're you're our best to find a better line in hockey. I mean, Marshan, Pasternak, who just for a second, that guy is an absolute animal. Which one, P- Pasternak? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Marshan too. I mean, because he's you know he's biting stuff and Licking just stuff. acting like an animal, literally. <laughs> um, and Bergeron's just all business. He's a beast. But no, Pasternak. That in that game, he when he scored that hat trick to, for them to take it in overtime. Uh, I mean, he didn't get the game winner, but he forced it to, into overtime. Whenever he wanted to get a goal, he just got one. David he Paschenog. just decided, I, it's on my stick, I'm taking it to the house.
0: There's a lot to be upset with from the games. Ugh. Sometimes you just get beat by a better team, and the Flyers clearly are not better than the Boston Bruins.
1: Not right now, yeah.
0: But they already weren't better than without the team having david Posternock. right it's amplified now I, that they do
1: have him. i remember his rookie season i was at a family reunion and the flyers were playing the Boston bruins and i checked my phone and david Posternock scored a goal and i remember reading the name P- past I'm like who the, who the hell's what the hell is? who the hell is that yeah well well World two found yeah, out here we go nine hat tricks later i think but oh firstly a- can we talk about flyers twitter for a sec sure yeah cuz we're so gloomy, but they're still they, they got to calm down. In the they got to calm down.
0: Honestly, <laughs> they need to calm down.
1: With, with what? Just with every specifically. E- there's, okay. there's yeah, there's a whole I mean, that's a long. You place.
0: know what? what? What what specifically? We don't even have to talk about the specifics because everything is so encompassed. Flyers Twitter. Stop it. Stop freaking out, okay? Please. They're not a great team. Right now, they're a they their records good. They're obviously not that great of a team right now. Yeah. But here's the thing. You're not going to win every game. You should come away from these two games against Boston feeling, oh, my God, we should have won one at least. Oh, we played well enough to win. That last game against the Islanders where they won that game enough they played well. The play has gotten better.
1: Yes. Still not where it should be, but, yeah, it has gotten better. Would you
0: agree that they won a few games already this year that they shouldn't have won? Oh, yeah. Well, then I guess it swung the other way. They lost a couple games they really should have won. Yeah. So when you tell me on Twitter this team's unwatchable, oh my god, they're pathetic.
1: I would stop. Yeah, I
0: wouldn't say that. Stop it. Yeah. You're
1: We're just, not Detroit Red Wings terrible. Right. Like the, the reality is is you're just disappointed. Right? Like like for the people saying that I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're obviously. you're just disappointed. Like that and that's understandable. You so should be disappointed, but just, like, they're not horrible.
0: Just relax. Right. Okay? I I and I listen, I'm all with you. I'm all maddy mad about how <laughs> they lost uh, the other day against Boston. Last night though. I was I was upset that they lost, but ultimately I yeah. came away thinking that when they had the goalie pulled, they were at least getting chances. Yeah, and oh, you know it went what? down to the last minute. The, did the defense play terribly last night? No, I no. didn't think the defense played terribly. The, Even without- the tying goal was Brad Marchand diving for a puck.
1: Right, yeah, slam like literally slamming into the net, and like again without Myers. They lost Myers again last night, and they looked better. They looked fine. So they, they looked fi- And I'm not trying to say, like, oh, they're better without Myers. That's ridiculous. No, I'm just no, no. saying. But they stepped up, and they looked good, and that's a good sign. And and also, I just want to point another thing out. The goal, the second goal, the
0: goal that ultimately wins the game for Boston.
1: Yeah, that was a bad look for Moose.
0: Yeah, that's one where you just want to save. Yeah. That's one where you, I mean, he he looked up to the stars. He's like, how did oh, I not get knew. that one?
1: Yeah, yeah, he knew.
0: So don't talk to me about the defense last night. No, they were they were good.
1: It, again, it's the offense.
0: It's the offense not shooting the puck. Yep. It's the goalie not making a save when you needed him to. Mm-hmm. So don't give me the whole, oh, Moose can save things that Carter Hart can't. So shut up about that. <laughs> Debunked. It's over. So just calm down what on else, on Twitter.
1: What else is what, what? other things on Twitter do you want to yell about?
0: I mean, the rumors about Carson Wentz being traded are actually oh, yeah, all, over all over the place. That's all over
1: the place. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, it's over. He's, he's getting traded.
1: Apparently, dude, apparently the Eagles are asking for two first-round picks. I'm fine with it. Well, yeah. I don't think the other teams are – the buyers are going to be fine with that. But apparently uh, f- from Rob Matty on Twitter, uh, great guy, by the way. I met him once. I did an event with him, really cool guy. But um, he's a great writer, too. He's a, a beat writer for, for the uh, for the Eagles and, and for most Philly sports, actually. He actually but,
0: works with the athletic – or not the athletic mm-hmm. – the uh, – the, um, Associated Press.
1: Yes, he does, and he's on, I believe, the Baseball Hall of Fame voting board too. You really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: Rodman. Yeah, is a good guy.
1: He's a really cool guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, uh, I believe he was. He's down at the Super Bowl now, doing coverage and everything like that. And apparently, he's been talking to some guys, and apparently, a couple teams are willing to give up a first round pick for him. Um, but it's like late the first round or mid first round. But I, the two first round pick, apparently, I think that's coming straight from the Eagles, and it's more of like a hopeful, wishful thinking type of thing. But anyway. Back to the Flyers. Uh, Hold on. There's one more thing I wanted to mention with with this. With Wentz? Okay. All right, yeah.
0: So, I don't know if you heard, the the one team that's uh, in the mix to trade is uh, the Chicago Bears. Yes. And so, one of the rumored packages right now is that Nick Foles would be headed towards Philadelphia in a trade. Oh, God. The Eagles would be getting back considerable draft compensation and also Nick Foles. And I'm just thinking to myself right now... What a pathetic look that would look for the Eagles. The Eagles throwing their hands up in the air. You know what? Maybe we should have kept Nick Foles, so let's trade the MVP caliber player we destroyed to get back Nick Foles. And then you got a situation, and I thought about this on the way over here.
1: Jalen Hurts would yes. yep. yep. start
0: over Nick Foles.
1: Yep. Jalen Hurts' confidence gets hurt. Every after- incomplete pass, Eagles Twitter would explode. Put Foles in. Put Foles in. Put
0: Foles in. And then Foles comes in, right? And then it turns out he sucks. And now, now what? and now you got Jalen Hurts fans like put Hurts in,
1: and the meanwhile
0: Carson Wentz is an MVP over in Chicago. <laughs> They're eight and one. He's thrown for twenty eight touchdowns already to four interceptions. Okay, okay. Jesus. And I am telling you right now, the city would be so miserable, and it would be so horrifically bad that I think it'll happen. I think that the only possible remaining scenario, okay. assuming they actually trade him, right is Philadelphia becoming such a miserable football city over the next 2 or 3 years watching Carson Wentz explode in Chicago rejuvenate the franchise over there and Philadelphia sputters and sputters and sputters into the abyss while Howie Roseman gets another 8-year extension from Jeff oh, Lurie Jesus what understand it the Philadelphia Eagles fans are are just as responsible for this whole mess <laughs>
1: Dude, I, I've been reading a lot of H.P. Lovecraft This is why I'm telling Flyers recently. Twitter to
0: calm down. <laughs> because I don't need Carter Hart now getting all shelled because of the fans being idiots. I,
1: I've been reading a lot of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft recently, and I think that he would really, really be impressed with the picture that you just painted of post-apocalyptic Philadelphia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Understand something. Philadelphia fans are... Here's a good example. Okay. Joel Embiid last night or maybe it was the other night, attacked a uh, fan trashing yeah. on Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel Embiid's like, did you watch awesome. the game against Portland? It was awesome. Yeah, we see. yeah we didn't miss that guy at all. Understand Philly fans. Understand Flyers fans. Understand Phillies fans. Understand Eagles fans. And understand Sixers fans. You know what the common theme without them is, or is? The common theme with Philadelphia fans as a whole is that they do not know what they want. And so they <laughs> shout, and they shout, and they shout. You know what? You want to trade Carson Wentz? Don't half-ass this for me. Burn it down. Trade Fletcher Cox. Trade Miles Sanders. Get Dallas Goddard out of here. Trade Darius Slay. Pay them all out. Because if you're going to trade Carson Wentz, you've now signaled, we give up. We quit. We can't win. So let's tank. Let's go (laughs) for the gold. If the Philadelphia Flyers fans do not learn from the mistakes of Sixers and Eagles fans, the Flyers too will soon be back in mediocrity.
1: I, think, I, uh, I hate this fan base with a passion. You're you're allowing the post office energy travel through you like a vessel into this podcast.
0: You know it's true. It is true. I I had a bit of a seen at the post office. <laughs> it was justified. I was right. No, I
1: yeah, again. But I, you know I, what? Yeah. It,
0: it just comes down to the fact that it. all these Philadelphia fans demand that we trade back for Foles or we start Hurts or get Carter Hart out of there, Moose is better, or that Ben Simmons is a bust, Bryce Harper is a disappointment. Do you understand why we don't get stars in the first place? Because when stars do come here, other stars see how
1: they get treated and they go, why would we want this? Yeah, I, I do agree with that.
0: LeBron James picked L.A. because it was obvious he was going to pick L.A. because yeah. he wants to be a movie star. But let's say that L.A. was just a run-of-the-nil city, right? Let's just say that L.A. was like, I don't know, Chicago or or another you know kind of big city like a Seattle or a Dallas or something like that. Let's say LeBron James is not in the position that he was in a few years ago. He's still not picking us. Because he knows when he gets here, he's going to get riddled with the insult, riddled with the harassment. It was bad enough when he went to L.A. and every of the Kobe Bryant fanatics was screaming for him to get the hell out of there. It would have been worse in Philly. (laughs) These fans are so horrifically stupid sometimes. And I blame Twitter for existing. I wish Twitter didn't exist. But you know what? This is why I lose my mind over Philadelphia fans. Get it through your head!
1: I don't know what to say. I was not expecting any of that.
0: I just I, – I'm so tired of this. They're going to trade Carson Wentz, and Wentz is going to go off, and he's going to be a good quarterback, and then these these nitwits I'm, – I'm, I'm a Howard Eskin all of a sudden. These nitwits on Philadelphia Sports Radio are going to be like, well, I don't understand. Yes, you do!
1: <laughs> That's the thing too, though, right? Like, I do think there's a lot of truth in that, where they say, like, oh, every time Philadelphia trades somebody or lets somebody go, they go and win a championship. It's like, oh, they weren't doing that for us. No, they were. There were just all these other problems within the organization that you just weren't looking at. You were just ignoring because you were angry, and you picked somebody, yeah. and you yelled at them. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a prime example. What happened against Portland? That's again they should win, oh, right? Yeah. There's no CJ McCollum. There's no Dame Lure. There's no Nick Nourich. There's no
0: freaking God on their side. They have nine players. Joel Embiid puts up 31 and a half. It right. is oh my god. They're going to they're going to run away with this game. I mean, yeah, they're out without Ben Simmons. Turns out they can't create spacing, they right. can't hit a 3, and then we look at Ben Simmons. He's only averaging 13.9 points per game. He sucks. Ben Simmons assists on more three-pointers than anyone else in the league. Ben Simmons creates spacing. Ben Simmons is the best point guard this team has had since Allen Iverson. And guess what Iverson did better than anyone on the Sixers in their history was score. What Iverson didn't do, he wasn't the greatest distributor. Ben Simmons is the single greatest ball distributor the 76ers have ever had. Damn. Damn. And You didn't watch Dr. J. I don't care!
1: But, no, I agree with you in the, in the sense of, like, yeah, he doesn't score. But, right, let's break it down to three. Like, Let's break it down to a couple of categories. Just his, like you said, his, his distribution, his defense, his scoring. Yeah. He's 10 out of 10 distribution, 10 out of 10 defense. Ah, he's, like, 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10 offense.
0: And you know what? That's, that's fine. Without, that's what's without a shot. With
1: that? Right. That, what's wrong with that? We watch Ben like, Simmons. Yes, become, you want him to take shots. You want him to take jump shots. You want him to take three pointers, and he does it. And that sucks, and it's frustrating, and that's annoying. And maybe, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have the super contract if he's not going to be that offensive powerhouse, that full all around player. You need him to be? I, I would I honestly disagree that. with that notion. Right? I'm just I'm trying to meet him halfway here, except They don't
0: deserve to be met right. <laughs> halfway. They deserve to be thrown in a dungeon with uh, the the
1: the thing from Saw. That's what they deserve. No, what do you say, Jigsaw, Right? Yeah, Jigsaw. <laughs> The Thing from Saul. I'm His just. I'm so Jigsaw. mad. I, I have. I don't have a memory yeah, right now. It's all right. Well, you know, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's talk about the good things. Okay. Let's talk about who has stepped up for the Philadelphia Flyers yes, in this last month. Let's do that. Now, I was excited about this because I wanted to just. It, to me, that we're doing the three stars of of January. We each picked our own, and to me, it was like three people. For me personally, who I was not expecting to be on this three stars, maybe one of them, if you told me back in December, like, oh, these are probably going to be the three best players this month. So that's why it's really exciting for me personally, because it's just like, of all the people, wow. Okay, cool.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, you put a lot, you, you know, you were real excited for this. I'll go first. I want you to go second because I want you to um <laughs> to go second. You go
1: last, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: not even how I meant it. I just think I saved the best for last. My, no, I my I third star of the month was Phil Myers for the fact that I thought we saw just what can happen to this defense without him and when he is there, how great he is yeah. on the defensive side and how much he contributes offensively.
1: And again, this is January, so this is not counting yeah. the last two Boston games yeah. or the – this, yeah, just the last two Boston games. Yeah, yeah
0: so on. I think the last game against the Islanders was the final was game. Was the 31st, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. So – I definitely wanted to go Phil Myers because I think that his value was truly appreciated during his absence. And Mm -hmm. when he was there, he's still a great defender right there.
1: Yeah, I thought about having him on mine. I don't. But the only reason why was because he was injured. Mm -hmm. So I just, yeah.
0: So number two, I got to go Brian Elliott. He's done a great job filling in for Carter Hart during Carter Hart's kind of initial struggle out of the gate. Which, by the way, we've now seen that two years in a row with Carter Hart where he kind of struggles out of the gate.
1: So that might be a guy that
0: might need some, you know, juice, some momentum to go forward
1: in the season. Mm -hmm. But
0: Elliot, I mean, he had a big shutout against Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I thought he played phenomenally down the stretch of yeah, January. He was, he
1: was an honorable mention on my list as well. And
0: yeah. then number one, who I'm sure you're going to uh, have on your list as well. Yeah, on everybody's probably. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk has been just. You know, it's unfortunate that we're talking about this now in February because he's been even better in February. That I think that's led to some bias for me putting him on January's list. No, he was
1: still the best in January. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, like it's not. But
0: even JVR. We could make the jokes about how Philly fans wanted him out, uh, wanted Seattle to take him, and now all of a sudden, I mean, now, I mean, now we have to be worried uh, yeah, about right. Seattle taking him. Yeah. JVR has been the Flyers' best player. He's in on the tips. He's playing defense as well. I, that shouldn't be ignored well, either. Too. He's been playing it well, yeah. and he looks faster on the ice. I think that he's thrown his body around a little bit more. He's playing like the way that we always thought JVR should have been playing when they first drafted him all those years ago in 2007 with the second overall pick.
1: It's what we were expecting. It's actually, I would say, maybe even more than what we were expecting Absolutely. when we gave him that contract two He's years got, ago. what,
0: 16 points now? Uh,
1: yeah. He's got so. 16
0: points in 11 games. Yes. So that's well yes. over a point per game pace. And I who the hell knows what's going to happen? JVR's a streaky player. He might very well cool down towards the end of this month. He might yeah, cool down strong. starting next game. Right. But... The fact is the Flyers are where they are in large part due to James Van Reem's dike. Yeah. Don't listen to Flyers Twitter. Well, I think
1: they're actually saying like for the most part of what I'm seeing on Twitter is that he's, he's well, they're, you know, they're recognizing that he's playing well. Of course they are. Bec- and, and, yeah. and that's,
0: and that's the good thing is that I would like to think that many of the smart fans we have here, and unfortunately, they get overshadowed by the dumb ones.
1: There are there. I think there are way more smart fans than dumb fans. I think dumb fans are just louder. And I think that's just how it is with pretty much everything, anything. Yeah, everything. Politics, you right? Know, sports, anything. He who yells a lot, you know. But <laughs> what
0: are you saying? Well, no, yeah,
1: okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough yeah.
0: Give me your three stars, Cameron. Okay.
1: Um, my uh, honorable mention, like I said, was Brian Elliott because I agree with you. I thought he stepped up uh, when Carter Hart wasn't there. Um, and I it, he's just been playing well. Uh, I I love, I do enjoy the goalie tandem. I think for once in a long time, the Philadelphia Flyers have a great goalie tandem where if you can't rely on one guy, you can rely on the other. Um, I think the people saying that, you know, Brian Elliott should be the starter, Brian Elliott should be the number one guy, that's not true. Um, Just in the sense of like, when he plays too much, you see what happens. When he was a starter over in St. Louis, he wasn't great. When he was playing and starting last year because Carter Hart was injured, he wasn't great. Like, he's solid. He's a solid backup goaltender. When you need him, you could throw him in there, and he can give you a great game here and there. But if he has a large workload, it's not outstanding. But he did great all last month. He stepped up big time. My other honorable mention, and then this was for the third star, it was between these two, and I was kind of going back and forth. And I'll explain why I chose the one I did to be my third star, not an honorable mention. But my honorable mention, my second one, Ivan Provorov. Two goals, four assists, a plus five on a defense that was not doing great in January. And above all that, he leads the team of time on ice with 26 minutes and 9 seconds on average, and that is five minutes and 14 seconds over the number two player, which is Travis Sanheim, who also has actually played a very good January season or yeah, month. Yeah, Sanheim's well. been good. Yeah, but for overall, for him to be able to lead that defense to be out there almost half the game every single game and still come out with a positive plus minus in what was a, a again not a great defensive month, uh, that to me that says a lot about him. Uh, my third star, Joel Farabee. And I couldn't be happier watching him play this year. Last year, I told anybody who had ears about how this guy's going to be good. Just random people, random people at Wawa (laughs) when the little screen comes on and it's way too loud for some reason. And I figured out how to mute it. Fantastic. I would just just pop up and just be like, yo, so um, this kid, Joel Farabee, he's He's going to be be good. I'm telling you. (laughs) But anyway, outstanding so far. He has his first career hat trick against the, the New York Islanders. Five goals, three assists this month, a plus two. And second on the team with shots on goal, which is what we need right now. And added another goal against
0: Boston the other night. He did, yes. Which should have been the game-putter away. It should have,
1: yes. And his one-timer accuracy is gorgeous.
0: Yeah, we saw that, too, against Uh. Tampa Bay in the round robin. When Shane Gossespierre found him all – he does – he sets himself up very well. He does.
1: And that's what I was saying all last year, is that every time he's in the right position, he just needs to hone his skills a little bit, hone his shots, hone his timing – Get out, catch up to speed of, of the, the NHL, and all of a sudden, you're going to see a point-per-game player out of this kid. He has nine points right now in 12 games so far this season. Uh, absolutely outstanding. My number two star, Kevin Hayes. He's been getting some hate. Um, apparently, he's been the one of the guys that uh, AV has been focusing on every once in a while because he expects more of them, um, which to me, that should say a lot about Kevin Hayes' character because he's number two in points on the team right now with 11. Um, Before the month of January, he had five goals and five assists, a plus three. And the reason why I put him above uh, Joe Farabee is the shots on goal. He leads a team, 23. And that's something that they absolutely need right now. And every time I see Kevin Hayes playing, I feel like I at least see two shots on goal per game coming from him. And then JVR, number one. Who would have thought? I mean, I, like you said, well, we they were needed someone. to get rid of him.
0: They needed someone to step up coming and out of the game, has, and he has been phenomenal.
1: He has five goals, eight assists in the month of January, a plus two, and 20 shots on goal.
0: And he's since added four more points to start yeah, February. Yeah,
1: in two games. Pretty incredible. Um, And he's been he's been the one feeding Faraby as well. I mean, he had four assists in the game that Faraby had a hat trick. He, he's just, I'm so happy for him. All the veterans, actually, for the most part, have relatively stepped up. Jake Voracek and Claude Giroux as well. They all have 11 points, them tied with Hayes. Again, not as many goals as you would like to see, but those guys don't really score goals all the time anyway. So it is what it is. But it's nice to see at least the vets are stepping up somewhat. But again, we need more shots on goal. Uh, but thank Kevin Hayes for being number one on that, and then thank JBR for for returning.
0: I think that I don't know why I feel as good as I do about Washington on Sunday. I should feel terrible about this game. I really should. They should They should get killed.
1: You should, but here's the thing. They've lost their first two regulation games in a row back-to-back, so they so want to bounce back. Yeah. However, they're in a little bit of a lull And the here.
0: Flyers lost two in a row, too. So some team's going to bounce back. Yeah. Which team is it going to be? Is it going to be the team that has maybe the greatest goal scorer of all time, or is it going to be the team that I think has all around the best team, or at least should have the best team? <laughs> right. They should have the they best should. team. They yeah, okay. should. Uh, here's the thing. It's crazy to see these numbers right now, all the stats. Six goals, look, six goals, good. three goals, yeah. six goals, five goals. And I was noticing
1: the, watching the highlights leading up to this 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 podcast that, like, when you're watching the highlights and you're seeing their opportunities, they look great. It's just Imagine how many goals they would
0: average per game if they shot the puck on net 40 times a game. Right. Or, hell, 30. Yeah. I'd take 30.
1: What are they averaging, like, 23 goals. right now? You're twenty three 23.8. Bad. 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 Last year they averaged, again, 31.4.
0: They need to figure
1: out this extra – like, people talk about what they need.
0: They need defense. They need defense. They need defense. Well, now the focus has to now reshift to the offensive side because the defense played well over the last couple games, in my opinion.
1: They have. They have, especially last night.
0: So, personal news. Yes. I bought a cast iron skillet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to break it in today. Nice. I bought a a, uh, ribeye steak. Damn. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, went outside. Diving right in. Uh huh. I'm gonna. I don't know. I've only used a cast iron skillet like a couple times before, but it was right. already seasoned. So I don't really know. For a first time breaking it in, I don't really know what to do. So yeah, I have to.
1: I wouldn't know where to begin either. I'm gonna
0: have to go online, figure out some notes, write yeah. them down. Um, I also bought well. some ground sirloin because I'm gonna make the burgers that I gave to you that one time.
1: Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay.
0: Thinking about that. To oh my br- god. Bring them over to the, for the Super Bowl.
1: Dude. <sighs> The, the, uh, the, the Mexican Shepherd's pie. I still think Mexican about that. Mexican pie? Yep. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. Man,
0: I'm telling you, we got to, like, you, me, and Olivia got to, like, just hang out one day or we just feast out. Yeah. I think, yeah. Th- what are you guys doing for the Super Bowl tomorrow?
1: Uh, we're hanging out at her parents' house, actually. Nice. Yeah, we're going to dinner for because her, her birthday's on Monday. So we're going oh, to dinner okay. and then we're going to. Well, happy one, birthday, Olivia. Or I, we're maybe ordering for dinner. I'm not entirely sure. It's kind of a surprise right now from her parents. We don't really are know. you
0: at all concerned about getting snowed in at our parents' place?
1: No, because apparently the snow is supposed to stop around like four in the afternoon or something like that. Three so, in the afternoon. So it's just going to
0: come and be going to
1: come at like seven a.m. From what I'm hearing, and then you know trickle out be done right. by around two or three. All
0: right. Well, hey, you know what? If that's the case, then I'm not going to have to spend the night at my parents' house because I'm probably going to their place for the Super Bowl. Okay. Nice. Um, nice. man, I just want to say real quick, Andy Reid can't catch a break.
1: His kids, man, really just oh, oh I,
0: I I I remember when um when his son died.
1: Yeah, that was that's just
0: and yeah. I remember this is pa- this was probably the day that my my hatred for Philly fans started to grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. Throughout the season they just mm-hmm. they terrorized Andy Reid. Yeah. Signs in the stadium, you know, F U, you know, Fire Andy. And all the while this guy's coaching in a year where his son died. And yeah. I thought Jeffrey Lurie made a mistake. By not telling Andy, I know you'd probably rather coach. You got to take some time off. Yeah, You yeah. have to. And I always thought, I always kind of held that against Jeff Flurry as well. Now maybe Andy was really serious about coaching that year. Maybe. It's yeah, maybe, possible. maybe
1: he wanted to just keep uh, some normalcy in his life, and it kind of helped keep his mind off of it. Uh, that that could be a way to look at it. Uh, but yeah, I I agree. I mean, that's it was horrible. It's absolutely horrible. To lose a child, and to lose a child that way, is just—I I can't even imagine. And then, like you're saying, I don't blame your your anger toward Phillies fans for that because it's pretty pretty disgusting. The act, like again, like we, me and you love sports, right? But we also understand that sports are sports. There are things that are way more important than sports, and like you gotta look, like you gotta look at them and say, "This guy's, this guy lost a son. Give him a break, man." So apparently, um... but his other son. I mean, come on, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? Getting behind the wheel trunk. Come on, man. Why? Like, you're well, a coach. You you are able to control these players and, and teach them and motivate them and keep them on the right path, right? The right path to success, clearly, because Kansas City Chiefs are, fan, are a great team. Yet, you can't do that with yourself. You tell your players to be responsible. And then you go out, and injured. You can't just call an Uber.
0: And, and two children are injured from this. Entire yeah, thing.
1: one with a, is a five year old that apparently has life threatening injuries. It Come is. On.
0: It's a mess. You know, the Chiefs. Listen, you know people aren't going to want to talk about it. The Chiefs have been kind of a mess this week. You know, two of their offensive linemen yeah. aren't playing. This. I don't know, dude. I just think that the stage stage is being set for Mr. Tom Brady to get number seven. Well,
1: here here's the thing, too. In, in my opinion, is I I want Kansas City to win this game. I do too. Uh. I think Tampa with the coaching of Tom Brady, because we said before that we don't think he's the greatest quarterback ever. Um, but I do think that he is the smartest quarterback ever. I think he has the best decision making that any quarterback has ever had. And I think he also understands the game better than almost any other quarterback ever. And I think partly, you know, maybe that comes from a little bit of coaching from from Bill Belichick as well, maybe just being around his coaching brain for so off for so long. But Tom Brady is a great coach. Bruce Arians allows him to coach, and if he allows him to coach, I think he can coach this game well. You keep that offense off the field. You shut down Tyreek Hill. You allow Kelsey to have a game because his his little chunk yard plays 10, 15 yards. When the
0: Eagles won the Super Bowl, people forget. People really do forget. Hmm. That game against the Atlanta Falcons, the first playoff game, do you remember how many catches and how many yards Julio Jones had? It was like 11 catches for yeah. like 150 yards. Yeah. But guess what they did? Guess what they didn't let him do? Score. They didn't let him score. Right. In the Super Bowl, Gronk goes off in the second half. Uh, Chris Hogan had a great game. Danny, mm-hmm. uh, Danny Amendola had a good game. Tom Brady threw for 500 yards. Yep. So let him let him throw all over the field. What's the one thing you got to do? You got to keep him out of the end zone. Which the Eagles didn't really do in that Super mm-hmm. Bowl. But the point is, when they needed to, they did. Right. So the point is. For the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game is the exact same blueprint that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have for this game. Yeah. You have got to limit the damage on the scoreboard. They're going to get theirs. Tyreek Hill is going to go off for a big play at some point.
1: Well, here's the thing. Can you
0: keep them to the 20-yard line, though, as opposed to the end zone?
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's how Tampa wins this game. You have to keep that offense off the field. You shut down Tyreek Hill. Kelsey, sure, let him have a game. But Kelsey, he's going to have these 10-yard plays, 15-yard plays, and the – the clock's going to slowly wind down. Then you get the ball, you run. You got Ronald Jones, you got Leonard Fournette, you got LeSean McCoy if you need him, even though he's his Probably not going to play. Probably not. But still, he's there. You have a solid committee. Run, 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 run. Chip away at that, at that, at that, that clock, bit by bit. Score. You're not going to stop Kansas City entirely from scoring. They're going to score at some points. But if you can keep their offense off the field for as long as possible, limit their scoring as much as you can, and just maintain Play your game. Run the ball. Make the clock go down. A little Tom Brady dinky dunk passes, five yards, three yards, screen passes. Uh, I'm telling you, I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game.
0: I, I'm starting to lean towards Tampa as well. I originally had 34-24 Chiefs. I'm going to stick with that. But deep down, I'm like, mm, I don't know anymore.
1: I mean, again, unless unless they just you know go man-on-man coverage with Tyreek Hill. That's what the which I don't. The, think that's what the Chiefs have do. to do,
0: by the way, to to beat Brady. They can't go to zone. They have to play man on man. That's how you beat Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, uh this was posted 35 minutes ago by the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, it's yes. three photos back with the boys: Sean Couturier on the ice practicing, Carter Hart on the ice practicing, Phil Myers on the ice
1: practicing. Now Carter Hart had the little back spasms. They said it wasn't going to be a big deal. They said he's probably going to be fine. Everyone's so. still freaked out. Yeah. Well, of course. Um, but, yeah, so that's cool. Myers, fantastic. Great to have him back. And, and I'm Cootes. most excited for Coots. He's going to make the biggest impact. Man. The oh. biggest impact.
0: With all that being said, all the yelly, yelly, and all the screamy, screamy. Yeah. That this, is, this
1: this podcast went up and down all over the place. Right, left, up, like down. Just like my visit to the post office. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Fly Guys podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CameronKline15 and myself at GoodHeartJustin. Uh, be sure to find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and few other places, but those are the two main popular ones. Don't know when we'll, we'll probably talk to you after the Super Bowl, certainly, next week's show, I'm sure we'll be just fine.
1: Hopefully uh, the Flyers will have the Capitals, but we'll see.
0: We will see about that indeed. Be happy, be healthy, be safe out there, everyone, wear your masks, and as always, let's go Flyers.